stop right there. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Black Oak House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the Jones Chronicles where we discuss anything and everything. First and foremost, RIP to Gilbert Godfrey, who died at age 67. in the news you know i want to give people credit for the things good things that they do you know he clearly went out of his way to help the war in ukraine by providing much needed satellites that they need to keep up to date you know because that shit that shit that they got going on on russian television right now talking about let's bring our good friend trump back into power what did he say (laughs) so clearly he's not evil however He's also a fucking weirdo and <laughs> does things that make you want to just be like, guy, go on an island and create every fantasy you have on said island. You're confined to said island. He was in the process of joining the board for Twitter and now just wants to buy it. Because why not? And it is the last tool many are saying in free speech. Go go bring all your white people with you because y'all niggas gotta exit right now benifer is back together in case you don't know from that blast in the past that's ben affleck and jennifer lopez they're engaged to be married i guess in the wise words of Aaliyah. the worst thing I think I've ever seen in an era where everybody should have known better a show produced by FX and executive produced by one Ice Cube yeah that Ice Cube this show was called Black period White period and guess what they do they exchange each other's races by living in the other person's skin. I was so ready to start a campaign to get rid of this shit before it even started and then i found out it already happened and the story just continued (laughs) to be downhill from there because clearly someone forgot the whole entire history of blackface and maybe if it was taught in schools maybe people would be more sensitive but i do have an article about it uh it's called blackface the birth of an american stereotype 
it states historian dale cockrell once noted that poor and working class whites who felt quote-unquote squeezed politically economically and socially from the top but also from the bottom invested or invented minstrelsy minstrelsy uh, end quote as a way of expressing the oppression that marked being members of the majority but outside of the white norm minstrelsy comedic performances of blackness quote-unquote by whites in exaggerated costumes and makeup cannot be separated fully from the racial derision and stereotyping at its core by distorting the features and culture of african americans including their looks language dance deportment and character white americans were able to codify whiteness across class and geopolitical lines as its antithesis the first menstrual shows were performed in 1830s new york by white performers with blackened faces most used burnt cork or shoe polish and tattered clothing who imitated and mimic enslaved africans on southern plantations these performances characterize blacks as lazy ignorant superstitious hypersexual and prone to thievery and cowardness or cowardice now what what's the first thing a lot of racist people say about black people they're lazy they're stupid and they always think that we're fucking everything uh actually that was told about black women that was very prevalent uh is that black women are more sexual than white women i'm like uh tell that to pornhub thomas dark mouth rice known as the father of minstrelsy (laughs) i just don't want to say that word right developed the first popularly known blackface character jim crow in 1830 and then we had a whole law called the jim crow laws yeah this is why i'm like you gotta know your history you should teach this shit in school and then we'll never have series popping up called black and white and it based on the idea of blackface by 1845 the popularity of the minstrel had spawned an entertainment sub industry manufacturing songs and sheet music makeup costume as well as a ready set of stereotypes upon which to build new performances blackface performances grew particularly popular between the end of the civil war and the turn of the century in northern and midwestern and midwestern cities where regular interaction with african americans was limited white racial animus grew following emancipation when antebellum stereotypes collided with actual african americans and their demands for full citizenship including the right to vote the influence of minstrelsy and racial stereotyping on american society cannot be overstated new media ushered minstrel performances from the stage across radio and television airwaves and into theaters popular american actors including shirley temple judy garland and mickey rooney donned blackface bridging the minstrel performance across generations and making blackface racial parody and stereotypes a family amusement blackface and the codifying of blackface language movement deportment and character as caricature persists through mass media and in public performances and some think it's a good idea as a halloween costume in addition to the increased popularity of quote-unquote black halloween costumes as i just mentioned colleges and universities across the country continue to battle against 
student and professor blackface performances in each instance those facing scrutiny for blackface performances insist no malice or racial hatred was intended but look at the history in which what you are doing is based on and then you will come to the rational conclusion this 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 is not okay please stop entertainment industry should immediately be called out and boycotted anytime they do something ignorant and i'm really disappointed that this was actually allowed to air on television i know there's been some really fucked up things on television that's allowed to air but that a black person would also be behind it and not only that a fairly well-respected black person i don't got no beef with ice cube so that that really made me look at him a different way and maybe he just didn't know at that time but man it really sucks when we are hurting ourselves in the and sacrificing some things about ourselves or our community or our culture our history for the mass media for entertainment purposes when that is in fact what has been used against us for so very long interesting fact i also learned this week for all you sweet lovers that think that if you drink water then that somehow is going to counter out the counteract the fact that you just ate a whole bunch of sweet stuff i myself thought this i was like yeah yeah, yeah i'll have some cake but then i'll drink water and it'll be easier you know because i'll be drowning out all those calories wrong 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 you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong drinking water after you eat sweets actually can increase blood sugar levels in the body since water is already released into the bloodstream and you're just overflowing it (laughs) with all those carbohydrates so you're doing no favors for yourself stop it just eat the sweet or drink the water but understand the weight's coming on or or i guess you could just put down the sweet and just drink the water which i've been forced to do my sweets are not my my soft spot though i said this previously i don't have a thing with sweets my thing is eat is sleeping i don't get a lot of good sleep and exercising a lot more and longer than i do (laughs) if i could just get that on track i'd be good to go i'd be so good to go and i can't do a high protein diet because of my renal issues um and thus (laughs) i did a high protein diet one time i was up in the fucking er and they was like yeah this is not for you because of of the kidney disease that i have so um that sucks as well that's another hurdle because i would love to just do a protein only diet but speaking of eating (laughs) is it really common men like their ass being eaten i've never been asked to eat ass it ain't even a a pre west rest what's that's word i'm looking for a pre resurrect shit i thought i was gonna say it um you know for me and my, myself and i you know uh you ain't gotta lick my ass 
that's that's you know that's uh pretty good prerequisite i want to say it i say it in my head and i can say it but if i say it out loud apparently i can't say it <laughs> i always thought the poop shoot was off limits and then i googled this term i had never heard before called rimming oh don't do it yeah yeah oh my god oh my god so of course i went on the internet and exposed myself to things that i did not know <laughs> including this one article that literally states if you're a straight man and you don't eat ass you're weak daddy chill that's a little judgmental it's a little judgmental um now this whole idea about men taking male lovers and not considering it to be emasculating or even that means i am a, like they don't put like the romans didn't put labels on that shit right not many other cultures but the romans and since that's where which influenced a lot of the european culture going forward uh i'm going to base that as the the true first superpower um and and thus since we're compared to that that's that's what i want to say that the culture in general for the most part was like yeah i marry men i'll i'll you know and the thing of it was in roman society is that if you were the bitch you know which basically means the the bottom uh that was the only acceptable way for an alpha male so to speak that even though we discussed last week that's not really a term um but that that's how you kept your masculinity as long as you were the one penetrating and not the one being penetrated so this idea that uh according to a 2015 study that uh what's the percentage here oh actually it was a 2008 study my bad uh, of more than 1400 heterosexual american men found that among those who had experienced heterosexual anal sex giving and receiving analegus lingus analegus was fairly commonplace 24 percent have performed analingus on their female partners while a healthy 15 percent had received it another 24 percent had anally fingered uh, more recently a 2012 esquire poll of 500 men found that 12 percent secretly wish they were getting more analingus uh even considering these numbers are likely underreported it's still a lot more than what i thought it would be uh so some additional numbers right um 2005 numbers had risen significantly 35 percent of women and 40 percent of men between the ages of 25 and 44 said they'd had anal sex at least once uh, by the time the cdc again posed the question in 2006 2008 to 13,495 people between the ages of 15 and 44 heterosexual anal sex is more popular than ever so clearly i am out of the loop my world is crumbling around me once again it's not i'm not putting any labels behind any of this but just but clearly there is a stimulating erotic factor to the back door for men more so than than many men have actively stated now i know this for i don't want to put them on blast but i know somebody 
that was into it and i found out after the fact uh that they had like a whole drawer of stuff that they would do with themselves oh that's awkward once again i'm not judging this is a judgment-free zone this is just something i was very unaware of as prolific until i went into a rabbit hole and find out that it is actually way more than i thought speaking of other things i was not aware of didn't know daylight savings time has now been passed through all of the people it needs to pass through and in 2023 we're no longer going to be shifting the clocks back and forth turns out that other countries also have already started doing this this is in an effort to provide more daylight in the appropriate times to let people be able to do and accomplish more things without needing to to switch it up uh, and it's supposed to help the environment in some capacity i'm down for it i'm down for it uh, i like when things that now when did it come into place that's when mimi asked so i decided to google it turns out it is far more recent than i suspected germany was the first to adopt daylight savings time on may 1st of 1916 during world war one as a way to conserve fuel the rest of europe followed soon after the united states didn't adopt daylight savings time until march 19th of 1918 it was unpopular and abolished after world war one across a lot of european nations and apparently it took us about uh you know 100 years later to decide last one to sign up last one to jump off the ship America, fuck yeah. i saw this really ugly car this week it was like a little pinto it looked like a pinto bean or, or uh one of those uh what are they used to call those nasty little uh burgundy type of candies oh what were they called oh boston baked beans y'all remember that those were gross <laughs> they were so gross <laughs> but it was being driven by a babushka and i was like go on girl before we get into our top 10 greatest fears to round out the podcast and jump into some feedback uh, let's talk about that time America practiced eugenics. Say what? Now, most people know about the Tuskegee Dus Project because it was definitely one of the more horrific experiments done to black people by uh, unknowingly giving them syphilis. <laughs> and while penicillin was there to treat it, they said, eh, we want to fucking see what it looks like from injection of death so a lot of people died a lot of black americans died because the government said uh let's see let's see what happens let's get a little uh jiggy with it when it comes to, to seeing the worst effects of syphilis on the human body and made black people its guinea pig which is why to this day a lot of black people have a hard time going to the fucking doctor or taking their shots even though next week we're going to talk about that fucker, the anti-vaxxer guy. I'm going to drag the shit out of him, their hero, uh, Herman Hugh of Herman Hugh Funenberg or something to that effect. We're going to talk about him and how a discredited man is still to this day people's fucking hero. 
but i learned through this special i watch uh simon whistler he has a lot of channels i'm not sure which channel i was watching when i found it out but he was talking about how the word idiot imbecile and moron were official terms to medically medically call people in which to have them locked up which is why i said uh earlier in a few podcasts this week that i cannot use those terms anymore now that i found out that they actually are medically diagnosed terms they used for black and immigrant people to forcibly do things to them uh, including sterilization uh, anyone labeled imbecile is actually or was actually forcibly sterilized particularly in the south to black women um they also uh passed out info stating it was a fact-based thing (laughs) but it was based on lies and perpetuated the white supremacy mythos by practicing this particular form of eugenics uh, and labelism if you will uh this was also upheld mind you by the supreme court of america urge to kill rising you don't have to take my word for it definitely look into it yourself but we literally inspired the nazis america inspired okay american scientists let's classify that because everybody wasn't aware of course um but a lot of people in power were inspired the fucking nazis uh prior to world war ii because we was just going around saying we gotta get rid of some of these people man these blacks and these immigrants we gotta we gotta you know down downgrade the pulling of them now of course this has a lot to do with that thing called voting and i didn't know what grandfathered in meant for the longest of time i used it as a term in insurance but i never realized exactly what it meant it is an exception for those allowed to vote that were born before the civil war you know when everyone else black were slaves and their descendants it's generational voting rights for white people and that's how grandfathered in became a thing and how they were able to keep the black vote an immigrant vote uh, to a lesser extent but definitely the black vote from happening until the 1960s so the civil war ended in like 18 don't give me the exact date y'all know (laughs) i can spit facts but i ain't gonna skip spit specific details about each fact but when the civil war ended that is uh between that time and 1960 that's how long they used that rule just to get black voters not to vote and i know me uh shy was just recently talking about how in atlanta there was the voter fraud and we had the election and stuff and how we've had people like Stacey Abrams speaking out about the fact that a lot of people, black people or poor people are being held from voting in particular states. And now after the election, there's still, Congress is still passing laws to this day, particularly in those fucking Republican states, especially to try to continue the suppression of the black uh, minority and poor vote. And it's sad. It's so sad the hoops that this country has jumped through to isolate the two groups that fucking 
from the ground up built this goddamn thing you had the ideas right but the muscle the sweat the tears the blood that shit didn't come the tunnels that were built in new york all that infrastructure those are all immigrants and black people so the caudacity of the continuance of that cycle when you go back and see how vicious and quite frankly sadistic those practices were that was upheld by the supreme court of this land shame 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 that's why so many are bitter can't let that bitterness unfortunately rule you but i understand the feeling <laughs> that makes me angry as well but it's it's a it's a simmering kind of anger and a responsibility to educate that i feel is my part in this whole circle of life and before we do jump into some feedback because we're gonna get uh queen shy's top 10 first before i jump into mine because i'm pretty sure they're not gonna be in any specific order and they're gonna be coming off the top of my head because i don't need to write them down i just know what they are <laughs> there was a poll i did put out for last uh week or the week before uh would you survive a zombie apocalypse and 29 percent uh it was a tie that said yeah i'm a boss and maybe with a crew <laughs> the third uh most popular answer at 28 percent is i'll just kill myself so I feel as if people were very honest in their answers. <laughs> and most of us, uh, I think it's a tie. Like half of us would probably be all right. But the other half is probably like, yeah, I, I ain't going to make it. I ain't going to make it. So let's go ahead and jump into the mailbag. <laughs> Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for the Jones Chronicle for this week, where you've put the topics out there about whether or not we would survive a zombie apocalypse and what are our top 10 fears. And I'll start out with the zombie one first because I feel like, on the one hand, I'm very, I mean, I'm, I've been trained um, through the military. Uh, to survive and to live off the land, to live off the grid type of thing. Um, and so I feel like I, in that regard, I'm, you know, to shoot, to, uh, like, yeah, like I said, all kinds of stuff. I've been trained to be able to survive, to defend myself, to uh, <laughs> attack the enemy, so to speak. And so on, on that train of thought, yes, I am trained. I am skilled in that way. On the other hand, I'm not, y'all know, I've said this many times. I don't watch <laughs> these types of shows, zombies type shows. That stuff kind of, that just freaks me out. And I don't like watching them. So, I mean, I do know the general knowledge about zombies. They're dead people that come to life. They eat brains, I guess, and you gotta shoot them in the head. Um, so outside of that, I mean, 
that's all my knowledge of zombies. So I'm, I'm guessing that's the most important things to know. So, I mean, I can shoot. So I should be able to <laughs> survive. But, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do it solo. Obviously, I'm not, you know, not so much because I wouldn't be able to, but I wouldn't want to. I mean, it's, I mean, that's kind of a lonely existence to be a lone survivor. Uh, reminds me of what I Am Legend with uh, your favorite person, Will Smith, that movie. Yeah, that's not that's not a life I want to live. Just me and a dog and just it just I mean I like being by myself I like moments of being by myself but we're social creatures uh we do need some form of uh <laughs> at least I'll just speak for myself um some socialization at some point um having that option but when there's no option and it's just you um I'm not I don't think I'm about that life um so but yeah I like the ability to be by myself when I choose to versus is forced upon me. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I could survive, but yeah, that would be a sucky life that I'm not trying to live. But if I'm forced to, hey, me and my, me and my fellow posse will make it happen. Um, so there's that. In regards to fears, I really don't have a lot of fears that I can think of. Uh, I was able to come up with a handful. And then then even with that, I don't know if it would fall under the category of fear versus just not. I mean, because I could do I'll get to that when I go down my list. I definitely have a fear of drowning. I know that for sure that it freaks me out. That's why I don't even. Uh, you know, getting in pools uh, is is a thing for me. Um, I have to, and it, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that a friend of mine fell in the pool and almost drowned. So that, I mean, obviously trauma usually tends to heighten the fear factor. Um, so there's that fear of being buried alive. I don't know. I've had nightmares about this where I wake up, you know, in a panic. I don't, it just, it just gets me every time. Um, I definitely got a fear of heights. There's no question about it. I have such a, I mean, a paralyzing fear where it's, it's, it takes a lot. I mean, and it was an issue for me when I was in the military because we had to dive. So my two, two, It's one of the um, one of the skills that we had to we had to qualify in swimming. Um, of course, I didn't know how to swim before I joined the military. I had to learn how to do that. Um, so I was one of those people. Um, but one of the things, one of the uh, qualifications um, combined two of my greatest fears. You know, water, being in water, and um, heights because I had to dive off. <laughs> we had to, you know, dive off this um to you know simulate diving off of a ship. So we had to dive off the um platform. I forget how far up the highest platform dive, you know, again, like I said, simulating diving off of a ship into the water. 
with full gear, you know, that kind of stuff. And yeah, that freaked me the hell out. I, I had a hard time. They had to talk me. It took me a while. To, let's just put it that way. It took me a while to get off that mug. Um, some I have a fear of something happening to my kids. You know, so, you know, and it's and that fear is heightened now that they're uh, you know older and more independent and out there in the world. So they're not in my control anymore. So you know, when they're going out, you know, part of me and of course them being black men. I live in the South, so that's definitely a fear that stays with me. Um, I have a, <laughs> I, I, I can drive over a bridge, so it's not like I have this irrational fear, but I do, it freaks me out going over a bridge. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Some of these, I don't know if it's a fear, or, I mean, I don't know if it it falls under the category of fear. Just like I have a thing with flying um, as well. I'll do it. I had to do it, but I haven't flown since I've gotten out of the military. That's how much if I if it was up to me, I wouldn't fly. But at the same time, I plan on flying in the future because um, I do want to uh, go overseas and all that stuff. So it's like but I haven't done it um, when I wasn't forced to do it. I haven't voluntarily done it in years. So there is that. Um, and this one is a weird one. I, I mean, again, I don't know if it's, it's necessarily a fear, fear, or just a just just I don't like it. it it's because and it freaks me out. But and it's and it's ironic because when I was a kid, you know, I was a tomboy, and I used to play with bugs a lot. You know, just play whatever like caterpillars and just different. Let them crawl on my hand, that kind of stuff. I had no issues with that. Now, as an adult, hails to the no. Don't want nothing to do with bugs. Bugs freak me out now. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I don't, if, if some things just freak me out, but I don't know if it would be, if it would fall under like a fear. Because it's not like, you know, it's not irrational. It's not like, I just don't like them. They just creep me. It's just creepy to me. So, and some things I just don't like. Like, I don't like snakes. But do I have a fear of snakes? I don't know. I mean, it's not something I, you know, I've been around snakes before. It's not like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out when I see them. But I don't like them. I'd rather not be around them. So, yeah, it's, um, yeah. Um, I think that's those are the ones that stand out to me in regards to that. Um, so... It's um like I, some of them I feel are like I, I mean it concerns me it worries me but it's not a fear like you know about my kids making sure they're taken care of in the future if I'm not around make sure they're able to you know those are I don't see those as fears even though they they they're things that I think about and you know I'm try to set it up to where they are. Um, set up for success if I'm even if I'm not around anymore that kind of thing so I don't know but I think that's all I have um I can't like I said I can't think of anything else um so on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was queen shy with her thoughts on if she would survive a zombie apocalypse and what her top 10 fears are I, I have to say that some of them we share of course let me address the first part of your feedback talking about my favorite person now for this bitch 
Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Now back on topic. As far as the zombie apocalypse, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It being forced upon you. I felt like COVID was forced upon me, though, and I didn't have too much beef. So. <laughs> but that was only for two years, let's say. I, I don't know if it'd just be me and my mind. Me and my mind? Nah, we gotta have a crew. We gotta have a crew. We already know who the crew is. And you best believe you on my team, factually. They loving the crew. They loving the crew. you'll be the pragmatic person i'll be the lecturer and the one that's trying to talk about all life is precious <laughs> which you won't get because you don't watch the walking dead <laughs> and mimi will be um hmm hmm who would mimi be this is a good question uh because i feel like you would be rick grimes i don't think i would be michonne I would be, yeah, I would be Morgan because <laughs> I also have the capability of just losing my shit. Mimi, I think, would be closer to maybe Sasha. Probably Carol. She gonna hate when me saying that because she hates Carol. But uh, <laughs> not the same way as Carol with all the baggage. More like Carol just being the badass. Like she'd be the one that is protecting everybody when you're off busy doing your world thing you know bringing communities together and shit i'm teaching the kids you know in the next generation and she's out there making sure the shit runs smoothly and without bullshit i am strangely enough not afraid of drowning but a funny story about how i almost drowned my damn self because we were down by Lake Erie and then someone thought it was a good idea. It was a class trip and I was in seventh grade. And I told you y'all they called me Shamu. Never mind, I only weighed 115 pounds. But we down by the Lake Erie on the rocks, as we're not supposed to be. And one of the one of the stupid little boys gonna push me in the fucking water. And it was right by like a current. I could easily been pushed out to sea and i was luckily i knew how to swim enough that uh <laughs> i don't even know if i was actually taught to swim no i was because i was in the um I used to go to the the rec center a lot and i think i took a swimming class in, in that but yeah i was like swimming against and i got up there and there was another few uh people i think that was the height of where it finally went downhill with the shamu stuff that was like the peak of the cruelty Cause I was pushed in, I was came out, I was cold, I almost died, I was so mad, and even finally everybody turned on the one dude. Was like that that shit wasn't cool, dude. That wasn't cool at all. I was not okay, and that's when I got myself a fierce protector. Um, <laughs> cause after that he he felt really bad, and then became like the person that that made sure no one fucked with me. That's so weird so uh getting into yeah i'm with you on the bugs thing i think that they can discuss you but i don't run away screaming like i can't deal like my dad is afraid of bats not they creep him out like the bat was in the house and he wouldn't come out the fucking room because he was that terrified of the bat we had to get the fucking bat out the house so that's when you're fearful it's like no if i see a bug i'm gonna kill it 
Like it's time to die. <laughs> I ain't trying to be. I'm scared of it. I don't want to get too close because I'm like, ooh, creeps me out. But at the same time, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. So for my top ten fears, um, there is overpasses, uh, like under bridges and stuff. I can't stand it. I cannot. I always think that the bridge is gonna collapse right on top of my car. I am absolutely terrified of that. Every time there's this one street that I go down and I have to sit there because the light is under the overpass and I hate it. It's like the worst two minutes of my life. <laughs> um, of course, I do hate flying. I have to literally take Xanax when I'm on a plane. Otherwise, it's not going to work. <laughs> there was a stand up about this exact thing. It was funny and the one guy was using it as a way to get easy drugs but i'm like no don't say that that shit um don't don't fuck with me because i'm thoroughly terrified when i go to england on that plane i'm gonna get on that damn plane that's what i knew i could get on a plane is when i realized my comfort was <laughs> like all i need is some drugs and my comfort can be pushed aside because when i was in florida that thought of the the two-day drive back to ohio in that fucking car i was like i can't do it i gotta get on a fucking plane i bought me a plane ticket for the first time and flew with my aunt she looked over she's like you look so calm i was like i was scared to death did you not see me i had the like the bag gripped because i was so ready to puke i my first experience on a plane was seriously traumatic <laughs> and from then i was like yeah i need drugs because i'm not gonna make it i'm gonna get some over-the-counter shit <laughs> and i'm gonna get some prescription shit for this trip uh another fear the absence of sound in space don't ask me why but the thought of the fact that you can't hear absolutely anything and i'm someone who sleeps with a noisemaker that's how much i don't like the absence of sound <laughs> i don't like tv on that's too much but i need to have at least white noise or a fan in the background so the idea that there's no sound in space is like the most terrifying thing ever to me. Another fear um, that might sound irrational, but I honestly, it's always on my mind for some reason, is being shot in the head through a window. Just catching a bullet out of nowhere, just walking. I actually read a story about people who are like on the train, and she that's actually a subway, it's pretty recent. Uh, where someone shot a gun and it killed someone just going through the glass so now that's just like been a fear since then <laughs> um, another fear of mine significantly is uh, MS multiple sclerosis because it does run in my family so I am of course very fearful of it being hopping through generation and coming to to either me or my daughter so that's a huge fear for me uh another huge fear i have is being stuck on the train tracks and being ran over by a train i know what are the chances of that happening apparently a lot have you seen those videos about people getting stuck on the train tracks like the thing comes down and you're like Whoa, what the fuck every time i go over the train tracks there's one by my house Every time I'm going, I'm like, oh my God, the thing's going to come down. It's going to come down. It's going to come down. I'm going to come down. And I'm going to be stuck in the middle of it. And that is a legit concern. Another concern people don't think about, meteors. Meteorites falling out of the sky and just hitting you on the head. That's what I fear. 
don't say it can't happen it actually happens quite frequently more so than people would think because it just breaks up in the sky nasa can't track every little piece of meteorite that passes by our planet uh another fear is being vaporized by a solar flare from the sun don't give me that shit it can happen in any lifetime it's not guaranteed to not happen in our lifetime and thus it's a fear (laughs) you notice all of my fears have a little bit of a pattern to them i think that everybody has a fear of dying but i have a fear of dying in extreme pain i don't want to die in extreme pain (laughs) that's just (laughs) i know that's not guaranteed and which is which is why it's a high fear for me i you know i just want i want to go out peacefully or 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 not very aware of the fact that i'm going out i don't want to be you know just standing there waiting for the last puff to come out of my body just i guess if you get hit in the head with a meteor you know um that would happen i also have a fear of going blind being blind uh it's not a rational thing either it's just something that i truly fear and one of the last because i'm probably not going to get to 10 either um and i think this is a, a rational fear for every parent out there is is your child passing before you um so that is my fears that that i 10 uh, mimi did come through with her fear uh she she replied with one comment we did get some answers uh on twitter in response to the question as well parthenia says losing my memory like dementia that's definitely uh, would terrify the living crap out of me as well and mimi says being lost at sea after my boat sank yeah that's uh that's very high on the list you wouldn't really be able to get me to sea other than a cruise so unless the titanic is about to happen and then i just literally watched the special on how to survive in the ocean uh based uh by drinking seawater it's very fascinating you do need some shit right like you need a net and some stuff but if you catch fish and you eat the innards is enough apparently absorb liquid in them that you can survive off of that uh you do need of course to get plenty of fish to get that that uh the intake that you need but yeah um very fascinating stuff i'm sure there's some other things he stated i mean he he didn't go through a great time doing it i mean he came back fucked up but uh (laughs) apparently it can be done you can live is what you're trying to and if you need it for like a few days you know say you were um your boat sank because you you know they're gonna be there fairly at least 24 to 48 hours maybe a week at the most (laughs) i'm saying it like that's easy (laughs) when you're exposed to the sun uh but being black definitely gives you a lot more uh <laughs> a lot more leadway those uh that time out in the sun for all those hundreds of years is finally paying off for something so next week uh we what are we going to discuss we are going to discuss our, our we're going to wrap up our our musical marathon we had going on so top 25 that's my shit yo pick of what you want top 25 songs uh poll question what is on your bucket list so i'll put that on twitter if you want to answer if you don't want to send in any type of feedback we're going to discuss narcissism uh the positive and negative traits of it empathy versus sympathy 
we're gonna finally go into the Gahana Empire and whatever random thoughts that tend to filter through my brain during the week that I write down. So if you want to join our next Jones, Chron- Jones Chronicles, clockercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below. Once again, my social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.